0: Alright, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to Wake and Jake, myself, BBD in a nice shirt that he did reveal he got from Zach, which has people in the office a abuzz. Uh, got some baseball, got some football. I think this baseball ended up being a two-parter. I'll be honest with you, redoing the intro a little bit, because uh, we're gonna do all of baseball, but the American League took up a big chunk. So I think we'll do an AL segment, and then we'll do an AL, uh, NL segment next time. So, let's go. Free agency, kind of over. Um, you know, I mean, Biebs were giggling a second ago because it's, you know, if you sign Profar, Andrews, and Waka, I think that could have an impact on your team. Uh, but also, I don't know. I, that's where I was actually looking at Pro Profar's free agency, and I was wondering if he's currently in a bad spot. Just because, like, Profar's a solid baseball player. But for any of the teams, any of the big teams, even our Yankees, like, does that feel like, like, if the Yankees signed Profile right now, would we be like, yes!
1: You don't get stoked about
0: Woo! it. Woo! Like, not really. I, and, he,
1: and he's the kind of the one guy left that's like, well, you got to give him multiple years, probably, for what he's done. It's so like, so li- if you're a team.
0: Literally, the position needs, he... You know, he hits switch. Like, it's kind of what the Yankees have been looking for. And still, even for the Yankees, that doesn't move the needle that much. Um, the one guy that I hope he ends up in a cool spot, um, and there's, there's a couple weird ones. Zach Grinke's floating around, but what do you really expect from him? Uh, the one guy who I still think he can probably... Ah, there's a couple guys lurking. Trey Mancini, A.J. Pollock, Yuli Guriel. Um, so you know, there's guys like that, Brandon Belt. You could kind of talk yourself in, but free agency is basically over. Um, and I want to actually, I want to go through quick with a hint to some of the trades, but it, there hasn't been a ton of
1: big trades. Like not real. The biggest sh- trade I th- I think is the Varshow trade. Varshow, guess- Sean
0: Murphy was kind of yeah. the timing of that was sneaky. Um, Tay Tay Oscar, Oscar at moves, the beginning, but it. it There hasn't been a flurry of trades, and maybe that's going to happen, and maybe this is going to walk us into uh, where teams or who will be the flurry of trades. But uh, I wanted to walk around and see who had done well in this free agency trade cycle that hopefully we're running into a trade cycle, but a lot of these teams are kind of done. Like, it's January. In a month, it'll be February. What's the pitchers and catchers numbers? Forty I think, something. I
1: think I read an article yesterday that said the Yankees report in six weeks in one day.
0: So I mean, I guess six
1: weeks from today, as we're recording this, the Yankees
0: report. It's getting a little real, so I'll bop around quick, and I—I I mean, we'll obviously focus on uh, the big teams. Sneaky been tough on this team, and as we mentioned, trades, and you mentioned Varsho, who I've read some different things about him that. The defense grade's out off the chart. Trev was yelling about that the other day. He should get some shift hits back. I'm worried about him being in a new division, like young hitter getting familiar with pitchers and, and NL West to AL East.
1: The, the like, total value of it because they have him for three years. Like he'll, He will has time to figure it out right. eventually.
0: Like even if there's but. the warm-up year and it all clicks, A, the Varsho trade could be very nice for them. They signed Bassett. They signed Kevin Kiermeyer, who's, uh, you know, he's Kevin Kiermeyer. I don't know if he's batting ninth and tracking balls down in center field. There's value there. They traded away Teoscar. Remember, we did that whole trade. Um, like, when we do the Blue Jays TPP, I think they've taken a step up. They, they added Varsho, who had a really nice year last year. He was sneaking into the NL outfield All-JM team and the catching All-JM team. Uh, they signed Chris Bassett, who... Of all the free agent contracts that went down, I think his ends up looking pretty good, right? Mm. Um, years, money, and all of it. Uh, and he, Varsha, knocked on the door of 30 homers. And I, I think the the bigger thing, they traded Teoscar and Lourdes, who I do like those guys. Um, hitting was never their problem. Free agency, they didn't have much to lose. Stripling, who's actually good for them, and he signs with the Giants, but Bassett for Stripling, sure. Phelps, Tapia, Bradley, Zimmer, Romo. I mean, that's not much there. So uh, the Blue Jays sneaky kind of tipped up uh, a baby notch. Our Yankees. Now this one's kind of funny because Judge was the whole thing, but that's a re-signing, so that's not really getting better. Rizzo, that's a re-signing. That's not really getting better. Rodon is the trump card, but that's also balancing out Jameson, Tyone, and Benintendi. Which like
1: total value for this year? Total. If
0: I told you that trade happened at midseason, or you were playing your video game and it was like Rodon on for Benny and Tyone, you'd be like, "Oh, I don't know."
1: Like, yeah, I'll do it. Four
0: starter for a two starter and a left fielder, like all star, borderline all star guy, just reliable. Um, so the Yankees, I, I don't know they they've kind of, they've retained. We keep hoping for the trade. I, I don't think you can bona fide say they got better. They did bring in Tommy Canely, um, as well. But, again, if you're starting to get into bullpen pieces like that, <laughs> I mean, it's addition by subtraction a little bit with Chapman and, and Britton and some of those other guys. Matt Carpenter was so good for them. I, I mean, yeah. he's gone. Uh, Yankees are, are currently a net neutral, and people think the big trade is coming. They're leaning right now a lot on prospects. Which, again...
1: Especially relative to what the Yankees do.
0: Feels very un-Yankee-like. That being said, they did win the division by seven games last year. So, And from, like,
1: the team that was in the playoffs, they didn't have Benny, they didn't have DJ. Right. right? So Carpenter in, was a non-factor. In comparison
0: to that final team. But, again, just the free agent aspect of it. Like, yes. who was added? Um, our Sox... I don't know, man. Uh, I I did like the Justin Turner signing for them, but that was to re- kind of replace Xander Bogarts, who had been, you know, bona fide Fenway, retired the guy's number for them uh, for the past few years. Uh, Waka, who was good for them. Rich Hill's out. JD Martinez is out. Ivaldi is out. Uh, Tommy Pham, Stram, Rhyme, uh, Hosmer. Oh, I forgot to tell you my electric open I was going to start the show with. Uh... No, there's kind of elevator etiquette. Like you don't, you just don't mix it up, yeah. especially in like an office building. Yeah. Like maybe a smile nod. If you live in an apartment and there's dogs and you see people regularly, hey, how are you? Office buildings pretty high and tight. Like, let's get to our place. This lady just busted out. Do any of you know Steven Katz? There's like five <laughs> of us in there. and we're like, Who are you talking to? She's like, we got a package for Steven Katz the other day. Uh, and <laughs> everyone's just like, no, man, I cannot help you out with that. Uh, it ended up me and her on the elevator, and I was like, hey, have a good one. Um, <laughs> but that was just so shocking. And just like a weird part of society. Like, why are we, why are we so like that? So if you know Steven Katz, reach out. Um, there's a package for him, I think, on the fifth floor. Uh, Red Sox, they signed Yoshida. Yoshida and Justin Turner. Corey Kluber. For all the guys going out, I don't know. They signed a couple guys in the bullpen, which had been a big weakness for them for years. Kenley and Chris Martin. I mean, maybe you could spin me an argument that you're getting back to neutral. I don't think you are. Evaldi, Bogarts, J.D. Martinez. I, yeah. Those are those are guys that won you series, they, and they were
1: some of the. They were like on the the few guys that did it for them last year,
0: and they didn't. They finished last last year, so that's that's been my whole Red Sox thing. Orioles, uh, that Adam Frazier signing we're gonna get to uh, next episode of Talking Baseball, I think. Um, they also signed Gibby. Ketchup. They brought in our guy Gibby. Uh, so I don't know. Let's at Orioles, you're still doing some experiment stuff. Call up Grayson Rodriguez, Gunnar Henderson. Remember, he got the call. That's a whole thing. Let's see what you are, but I'm I mean, free agency, Baltimore. They didn't make that big splash we heard about for that, you know, they moved left field out to start yeah. to sign starting pitchers. Maybe Gibby wins the sign next year. Why not? They brought back
1: Michael Givens. Why not? Come home.
0: Why not us? Uh Chicago White Sox, okay? We're back to the AL Mid. It's been a minute. Uh Jose Abreu gone. Gone. Had been the rock of that team for a long time. Snuck in an MVP in there in the shortened season. Went to Houston. Jeez, <laughs> that was early. In case you're on.
1: wondering where this conversation's
0: going. That was early on, huh? And that, that one still sticks. Uh, AJ Pollock gone, Cueto gone, and Andrews gone. Who I joked about earlier, they ended up being really good for the White Sox last year. Um, they signed Benintendi and they signed Clevenger. So I don't know. Did they get worse? I mean, they just needed to shake off the stink of last year a little bit. And I guess you say the same with the Red Sox, but Bogarts, Jose Abreu. Um, I don't know. I I know they were looking for a lot of pitchers uh, in their bullpen to come back healthy. Um, Their offense was lost all year. Can you say the White Sox got better? I don't think so. I think you're just looking to get rid of last year's stink.
1: Shuffle the deck a bit.
0: Minnesota Twins. Trev's Twins. Did they get better? They lost Carlos Correa? Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Uh, Gary Sanchez, Dylan Bundy, Fulmer, Archer. Um, Again, not to be super rude, there may be some addition by subtraction. They brought in Gallo, a little high risk, high reward. Shift is gone. Uh, I think they got worse. Yeah, Carlos Correa. You know, that's a guy we're talking about getting, getting 300 milli. Uh, the Cleveland Guardians, you want to hear their big free agents. Austin Hedges, which was a big one. JM's Austin Hedges went to the Pirates. Anthony Ghost, the outfielder that started pitching. Brian Shaw is still a free agent, but it feels like him and Cleveland have a weird deal that they just sign him for Mm -hmm. a number at the end of the year. And Luke Maley. Um, they signed Josh Bell. Um... Yeah. Again, this is a team that operates super small market and they lean on their young guys. Technically, they got better in free agency. They won that division. And we just mentioned White Sox and Twins who were behind them. Kind of getting worse. Uh, Twins, Mm -hmm. I think there's a strong argument. White Sox, there's a little more balance and they had a stink year that they just needed to get off of them. But Jose Ibreu... We could also be sitting here in October like, wow. They missed that, dude. Yeah, the White Sox missed the best hitter in their lineup over 162 games coming off of a bad year. Detroit Tigers, I don't know.
1: Uh, uh, Cleveland also gets Mike Zanino. The numbers don't stick out from last year, but... The year before, he was an all JM candidate. Forget right. exactly where he landed, but the,
0: those catchers out, those catchers in, uh, for our guy. Offensive threats back there. He right could now. be a step up. He could be a step up. We haven't seen him in a little bit. Uh, Tigers. I don't know. I. I mean, Big Mike Pineda a free agent. Let's get him to Yankees camp. That's a. That's a John Boy signature line. Um, Andrew Chafin. They haven't signed anyone, right? I mean, they're. Nobody knows what they're doing. Matthew Boyd came back. Matthew yes. Boyd came home. Um, mm. So I'm just, I'm I'm going to move on for Tigers fans. They
1: did, they did a couple, yeah, a couple small ones like that and Michael Lorenzen in town.
0: Michael Lorenzen, finally. Uh, hey, maybe Tigers, you got a little better. Boyd and Lorenzen? I don't know. Uh, Innings. What's that? Innings. Innings. You got to eat them. Uh, and then our Kansas City Royals. Did they sign Jordan Lyles and Ryan Yarborough? That is true. Um, so, again, we're talking about different scales here. They just traded Ryan O'Hearn breaking to the Orioles. So, put that in their win column. Uh, I think we need to stop talking about them. Uh, so, I mean, again, <laughs> there's a pretty good argument one team in the AL Central got better, and it's the Guardians. The team that already won easily the best run team in that division and they got better Hmm. and everyone else might've got worse. Uh, out West, I just mentioned Houston. They brought in Jose Abreu, like we mentioned, uh, Brantley and Montero. Uh, they come back. Justin Verlander gone. I mean, Cy Young winner from last year, Justin Verlander gone. Uh, so you trade him for Abreu with Yuli Guriel on the way out. There's an argument they didn't necessarily get better losing Justin Verlander. Uh, I, It's almost net neutral, and this team should be graded on a different scale because they won the World Series. They are the best team, and I'll just read it off so the people hear it. Right now, this is how Fangraphs list their lineup. Again, not perfect, but Altuve Brantley Bregman, Jordan Abreu Tucker Pena, that's seven hole Pena, who basically took down the whole league in October, Um, and that was also righty lefty righty lefty the whole way to the seven hole, which is just like, it's kind of, if you were playing a video game and putting together what you want your team to be, it's what it looks like, so. I know they lost Verlander, but Framber, Javier, McCullers, Garcia, Urquidy. They're going to be okay. They're going to be okay. I, uh, there's an argument they got a step, a half step less with Verlander, but also the way they operate, it's not. And maybe the team that was kind of on their butt or coming, Ooh, Seattle Mariners. Just to edit that whole sentence. It looks like they signed Tommy Malone to a minor league contract, so we like that. Um, no, they did the Teoscar trade um, and Colton Wong, mm-hmm. so they did it. They did it kind of Seattle. We we heard rumors that they were going to be in on Trey Turner or another big guy, that didn't happen.
1: Yeah. Their their fans thought they were going to make one. They thought that that team was due for their next big free agent deal, and it didn't happen.
0: So but. I hey. In free agency, they lost Adam Frazier, which we talked about a lot. Carlos Santana, Mitch Hanniger, Matthew Boy, Ken Childs. Um, let's see. A couple other guys floating around. Justin Upton ended up there. Sheesh. Um, I don't know. This, this team is obviously banking on a lot of their young guys getting better. Uh, Luis Castillo, they traded for and extended. Uh, and they did, you know, two trades for Colton Juan and Teoscar, two guys that Astros got silver sluggers, Colton Wong's and all-star uh, gold yeah. glover. Like
1: they move off some some salary and all that in the process. I can talk
0: myself into the the Mariners got better and maybe in a smart way with with the way this free agency was. I mean, I should say a part of those trades. I mean, Jesse Winker out, although he kind of he didn't have a great year for them. Seems she
1: just wasn't the spot.
0: Um, did they gain on the Astros? Well, I can talk myself into it, but uh, the See. Astros
1: certainly not through free agency.
0: Astros also won the division by 16 games, so they're on a different scale.
1: Mariners also today acquired uh or or signed Jacob Nottingham again. So, yes. Welcome back.
0: Begin the yo-yo. The Milwaukee Seattle King. Um follow Julio Rodriguez on Instagram. He's 22. Um He's dating, like, a young star soccer player I'm not super familiar with, but they're just, like... Always doing stuff. They're just, like, 22 and 20, and they're just, like, we own the world, and I'm kind of happy for them. Angels, they lost your Michael Lorenzen. Also, Archie Bradley, Tukey Toussaint, Matt Duffy, and Jonathan Vr.
1: That's a weird team.
0: (laughs) Sometimes... Sometimes you hear that Angels winning formula. (laughs) Take you back a little bit. Um, They signed Brandon Drury, who, hey, maybe he figured it out, and that's a solid value sign from them. They traded for Hunter Renfro. We like that. Um, What else did they do? Um, Shohei, no, the rotation. Tyler Anderson, who was, Tyler Anderson was really good. There's some angel stink that's kind of hard to shake off sometimes. Um, Carlos Estevez from the Rockies they signed in their bullpen. Oh. He's listed as one of their three closers with Jimmy Hergé and Ryan Tapera. Hmm. So. Um, Aaron Luke's still there. I don't know. I, I guess they got better, but we we don't talk about the angels in a positive light. Yeah.
1: They got better, but there was kind of one direction to go with who's already there.
0: They full broke me. I'm, I'm normally not this guy with sports. I want to buy in. I, last year was my last year. They, until it's fixed, let me know. But Lost out to Houston by 33 games. You didn't hear a 33-game difference there. And the team that was behind them, the Texas Rangers, that were five games back of the Angels by the end of the year, the free agents that they lost, currently no one. Uh, I mean, Cole Calhoun, Charlie Culberson, Keichel ended up there. Mm. Uh, Ari Hara, Matt Moore, these guys are still free agents. Um, Martin Perez was technically a free agent, but he accepted the qualifying offer. And they brought in Evaldi. Uh They brought in Heendock. Uh, And Jacob DeGrom, who may be the most talented starting pitcher of all time. So they got better. Good for you, Texas Rangers. You got better through free agency. Yeah. Uh, We haven't... We oddly haven't said that about a lot of teams so far.
1: They're definitively better. They're just such a deep rotation.
0: And your Oakland A's... (sighs) Tyler Wade, minor league contract... Uh, they signed a guy from the KBO, Ru- Ruchinski, Drew mm. Ruczynski. And they also signed Trevor May. So, there's an argument. Oakland got better.
1: Yeah. Oledmus Diaz, Jake, Jace
0: Peterson. Uh,
1: they were sneaky pretty good last year, and they'll probably trade them.
0: Some A's BS. I, I mean, who definitively got better? The 68 and 94 Rangers. Got better. Mm-hmm. Um...
1: Angels, I guess, are, are definitely better. But Angels stink.
0: I missed a team in the AL East and people are going to be mad. The Rays. Ah. Ugh. Ah. Uh, they signed Zach Eflin to their biggest free agent contract ever. Yeah. Um, they, they did that. So that's kind of big for the Rays. Uh, again, they operate on a different scale. Them and the Angels couldn't operate on a more opposite scale for me. If Zach Eflin signed with the Angels, I would tell you he would be horrible this year. I'm expecting Zach Eflin to be pretty damn good the next couple years. Organizations matter. Organizations matter. Uh, Blue Jays, I think they're currently a free agency winner a little bit.
1: Which didn't, wouldn't have expected coming into the-
0: Guardians, Texas especially fashion. compared to their division, a little bit of a free agency winner. Um, and then out west, it's Texas. Um, but again, there's, there's two teams setting a very high bar there. But maybe Texas is, you know, getting ready to join the Real party. starting pitchers. And again, that, that bodes so bad for the Angels. My God. My Dude, God.
1: When we did it on, on Talking Baseball the other day, mm. we were stumbling into like, their lineup. They're, they're, they're sneaky a lot of pressure on on our you know thick neck king Josh Jung. Yeah, kinda of, kind of need him to become a guy, especially with the rest of that infield being fairly pricey.
0: Yeah. They need they need more like lineup. Kim
1: specifically kinda of, they're banking on.
0: And I guess this whole thing, and part of the reason we got here and landed here, was uh <laughs> good time for brain fart. Uh to see there is a trade cycle coming. There is a trade cycle coming with free agency cleared out. And Hey, for a couple of those teams that kind of sat in the middle, maybe a jerks and pro or a Trey Mancini can bring them to a more comfortable level of you got better through free agency. But I think uh, the bigger thing we find out uh, it's tough to get better through free agency. Uh, so, you know what? I, I think we're going to do the NL as another episode, maybe next week. So sound out below. I love you, uh, and maybe I'll redo. I'll redo the open really quick, like right now. All right, little breaking news. Wee wee, breaking news. Uh, Rafael Devers signs an eleven-year, three hundred thirty-one million dollar extension. Broken by Carlos Bayerga. Technically, Jeff Passan not happy about it. I'm reporting that he's a friend. Um, hey we've talked about this a lot when it's come to here talking baseball, wherever the Red Sox, this off season had to have a move of Bogart Bogart Bogart's coming back. Devers resigning boogers on my mind. Um, just being honest, been sniffly couple days, uh, extending Devers or like another free agent splash or trade that we didn't know about. Um, If you're Boston, you know, you had a down year last year. You finished last place uh, with the Boston Red Sox. We've seen this in some of their recent history, right? Like, uh, the Red Sox aren't not... (laughs) They're not ashamed to have a bad season. In 2020, they were fifth out of fifth. It was a shortened season. Um, Cora was suspended. That was Ron Renikey. Um, kind of being a ghost in the dugout. They came back. They went to the ALCS the next year. Uh, They finished last place uh, last year, uh, even going back uh, 2015, 2014, 2012, before they won the World Series in 2013. They finished in fifth place. So, uh, you know, they had a streak from 2012 through 2018. So 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. For seven years, the Red Sox were either first or last some good Red Sox stuff right there. 2022, they finished last. Um, They retooled a little bit this offseason, but they lost Bogarts, J.D. Martinez, of all... I just went through it earlier, I think, even on this episode, doing some winners and losers of, of free agency. It's tough to put them in the win column. You know, hey, maybe Masataka Yoshida is a star. We have no idea. No clue. Um... You know, Justin Turner had one of the best second halves of any player last year. He's playing for the Red Sox. I mean, maybe he's, he's nasty all year. You can talk yourself into the, some Red Sox stuff. Kike's back. If Casas can break out, you know, the top six or seven of their lineup, there's guys you could talk yourself into. Um, the pitching staff still scares me. I mean, it's listed Sale, Kluber, Pavetta, Paxton, Whitlock. I don't know What you do with that Uh, They shored up some guys in their bullpen Their bullpen actually looks kind of okay on paper Kenley, Chris Martin, Schreiber, Barnes Houck It's a really tough division More importantly They have their guy Uh, Boston is a baseball town It's a great sports town I think it's a baseball town At it's heart And man Rafael Devers will be their guy For the next 11 years or so He's 26 years old uh, I think when you compare it to the other free agent contracts that just went down, it's it's in line, in tune with it. I mean, Xander went for 11 for 280, right? So, um, and he's four years older. So, on the free agent value scale, I think this Devers contract is a pretty good value. Happy for Red Sox fans. I tweeted out my Armand happy for you White Lotus gif. Just one of my favorite silly gifts. It's nothing really, but it's, it makes me happy. Um, and overall, overall, Boston did something that shouldn't be a shock to Boston fans. Like, they were shocked that they traded Mookie and did not re sign him. Um, you know, everyone kind of thought Bogarts was coming home. I haven't asked Carabas yet. Carabas is more calculated than you might think, but if you remember on his social media, he was doing a team Xander Bogarts was going to sign with, and he kept, like, crossing them out on a napkin. I don't think Karabas would do that unless he had pretty good sources from Boston. He wanted that video series to end with him circling the Boston Red Sox. It didn't end that way. The Padres bit over the moon. They got beat out on everyone. They were willing to go to the next level. They got Bogart. So the Red Sox were sitting in this position, and I've been the toughest on them for a little while. That, like, man, if this season isn't it where we're sitting here, you know, getting towards the end of the offseason, did they get better? There's no way you can firmly say that. There's a chance, fresh season, you know, Kike's there. Kostas takes the jump. Yoshida's nice. Justin Turner clicks. Like You can get there that the Red Sox will be a better team this year, but you can't confidently say they got better this offseason. They have a superstar. And by the way, you talk about guys you lock up. Um, I, I probably said it on here a few times. Uh, when I was growing up, there was two guys who could hit. This was according to my dad. Tony Gwynn and Wade Boggs, those guys could hit. I think baseball evolved a little bit where you you need to add some pop to the game. Rafael Devers can hit. Uh, and a good note in Passon's article, A, like I said, 26 years old. He just had his highest OPS+. plus. It, it didn't feel like his flashiest season. He really, he really fell off uh, in the second half of the year. I don't know if he was banged up or whatever it was. He was the best hitter on the Sox last year. 295, 358, 879 OPS. He hasn't been a big walks guy up until this point in his career. It's it's just, it's been fine. It's, an, it's a nice on-base percentage, especially the last couple years. Good balance. I expect that to get a lot better as he sees more MLB pitching. Like, there's a formula there. Young player, feared hitter. The walks are going to go up. The hitting should age beautifully. Uh, the story has been in Boston and will be the defense a little bit. By the way, he made major strides last year. You know, Yankee fans were (laughs) the toughest on Devers because it was kind of like the the weak link on Devers. So Yankee fans weren't shy to kind of shoot their shot uh, at him. Uh, He got better in a lot of the defensive analytic numbers last year. Uh, If, I know this isn't how we measure players anymore, but You know, if you're a Red Sox fan or Yankees fan that's maybe having a discussion with each other, a Yankees fan would probably tell a Red Sox fan, hey, did you know Rafael Devers has led uh, AL third baseman in errors the past five years? I realize that's not how we measure uh, position players anymore. We have a lot more, but not great. Not necessarily where you want to land. And if that was a player like Gary Sanchez... uh, you would hear a lot of fun facts around that player. In fact, I have with some of my Boston friends. So, um, the other thing that Red Sox fans should be elated about, uh, the guy plays um, 156 games in 19, 57 out of 60 in 2020, 156 in 21, and 141 last year. Or again, I think end of the season he got. he He missed a period of time. He missed, like... Two weeks, three weeks, or something like that. And then his second half of the season. So maybe he was he was even banged up. But uh, I think that contract, uh, compared to some of the other contracts given out this free agency will age well. Um, at Fenway, I was talking, if you're a lefty and you can use the wall at Fenway, he's going to be fine with that. Uh, yeah, his July, he missed a chunk of time. He so it
1: d- looks like he missed 10 games for something.
0: And then August, he comes back. So maybe he's just rusty. Maybe he's banged up. Maybe it's a little both. He had a horrific August, uh, not even close. He had a 900 OPS in every month after May, except August. Uh, The guy's done it in the postseason. Going into the first half, 86 games, 324, 379, 981 OPS. And it doesn't feel, when he's doing that, it doesn't feel like he's playing over his skis. It feels like, oh, yeah. That's kind of what that guy does. Feels like he doesn't miss when he's right. I uh, saw, so, you know, even our guy Gabe uh, had a good tweet about a not happy Garrett Cole having to see Devers for the next few years. Uh, I'm, I, as a genuine sports fan and a guy that grew up with a bunch of Boston fans and will always appreciate Red Sox and Yankees, I'm happy for them, man. They, they've they got their guy locked up. He's the guy that, you know, if you had to pick between Bogarts and Devers, he uh, picked Devers. Um, he's a fun ball player, man, the heavy breathing at the plate when he hits it, it looks like how you want baseball to look. And yeah, I i think after what he did last year, he probably gives you a couple years at third and then you, you start figuring out some first base or DH or something like that. It's, it's clearly not work ethic. If, if he made the leaps at third, he did. Um, so yeah, I, I think the contract probably, for an 11-year deal, you never say those end gracefully, but this could be a guy that you're talking about in 10 years having slid over to first with a little DH, and he still hits like he does. So happy for it,
1: Boston. Maybe now they're invested in him. They they mix in some more DH days throughout, however much, and maybe that gives him another year of being able to play third base. Who knows?
0: Keep him healthy. Keep still
1: healthy. 26 years old.
0: Yeah, so. I mean... That's crazy young. And again, in comparison, like look look what Bogart's got got, look what Trey Turner got. You know, those guys are four years ahead of him, basically.
1: He'll he'll be for Red Sox Yankee stuff, he'll be younger at the end of eleven than Judge will be at the end of nine. So
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, easily. Um, happy for happy for you, Armand Giff from White Lotus. Red Sox fans. So that was a little breaking news there. As we head into the final weekend of the NFL season, which, again, I think we can probably not have to put in the full thing uh, because a lot of these games won't matter nearly as much. um, Kansas City, Las Vegas, uh, the whole playoff seeding stuff. And, by the way, we didn't uh, do... DeMar Hamlin here, uh, with how it timed up with how we record and that, I don't know at this point, <laughs> what do you really say? It's just as sad and scary as it gets. And it's like the hidden thing of football and even the other sports, man. I mean, I, I was having, I think like a lot of true sports fans was kind of having just the dark, sad thoughts. Like, I don't know. Is there going to be a day when baseball hitters wear like masks? Like what's that gonna take? Yeah. One fastball that that gets a guy? I mean at that a certain wrong. at a certain point with sports, the uh there's a there's a chunk of risk there that we, we normally credit these guys for taking the big hit and stuff. And I I mean what a freak thing. Obviously, he got up and goes down. Um really weird night for sports fans and we'll <laughs>
1: continued.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, the last update we just got was good, so uh, that's good news. But, man, uh, shout-out to Scott Van Pelt. Ryan Clark being there uh, is just unreal, uh, if you know his history and the fact that he's the guy that's on SportsCenter to talk that night. Crazy stuff. Our guy Coley Harvey was uh, a massive part of it, still is, because he was the, the ESPN reporter there. Uh, and he's still there. So, uh, exchanged some nice messages with him. I don't want to say happy for him, but, um, not happy for him, but in a big moment, he, he,
1: there's a a feeling of pride.
0: Yeah. That you're, you know, you're doing something important, which sometimes I think when you do sports, it's a different important. Um, and they were talking about that a lot. So, uh, maybe we'll have Coley on. He's a, he's an awesome dude. Former Yankee beat reporter for a year or so. Um, Just a nice guy. Uh, This football weekend, what do I have for you? Uh, It opens up uh, Chiefs Raiders on Saturday, 4.30. Uh, I mean, the Stidham experience. Sign me up for that. Do I have anything this weekend? I don't think so. So I'll see what I can sneak in from this. Um, The Kansas City Chiefs... um, I believe they can I think they are still in line for the one seed.
1: I th- yeah, I think.
0: Because they are 13 and 3 and the Bills are 12 and 3. Uh, unless we hear
1: hear about finishing the
0: game, which uh, they're like, not going to. Um man. <laughs> it's just yeah. But I know. It's,
1: it, it's just a no contest, right? Like not and they're tie, just not obviously. doing it.
0: Like, they're just not doing it. And they, and they shouldn't. I mean, at this point in the season, by me. it's, it's crazy that the one seat is involved. And it was crazy that it was one of the <laughs> biggest NFL games, like of the year. I mean, bills, bangles, um, chiefs did experience. Hey, how about this? Let's watch that game. Cause if somehow Vegas and the Raiders and Stidham pull something out of their butt, I think that playoff picture gets a lot more chaotic. Um, never doubt Kansas city uh, is kind of the rule we tend to live by the night game that night flex to Saturday night. Oh, Tennessee Titans, Jacksonville Jaguars, essentially division on the line. Um, division on the line. I think Tennessee can still sneak in with a loss in one of those crazy scenarios. Um, it's in Jacksonville. It's for the division. It's, Crazy that this game means something. I, uh, You guys know I bought Trevor Lawrence stock at the beginning of the year, even the the Chris Rose preseason episode. He's my fantasy quarterback. Um, it took a second to get going, but once it has, the Jacksonville Jaguars have looked pretty good. Uh, and the Tennessee Titans have been spiraling for a while now. When I say a while now, I mean they're losers of six in a row. Um, Bengals, eagles okay they lost to the jaguars chargers another solid team they lost to the texans which i oh. bet they'd like to have that one back and then they lost to the cowboys so hey jakey fair schedule stuff texans you got to win that game outside of that one outside of that cowboys chargers potentially jaguars or you're fine with the division with eagles Bengals. i mean that's that's a real schedule, so I I don't want to excuse no, their. No
1: one of those is like embarrassing or anything. Like just,
0: I mean, lost absurd. to the Chargers by three, lost to the Bengals by four. So uh could have easily went differently. They still have some control of their fate in their hands. So that's a fun game on Saturday night, eight fifteen p.m. Jags Titans. Give me all the Jag stock. Um, Titans to. To unbottom out like that on the road, I don't know. And remember, this is Jacksonville's second final game of the season that's mattered. They played the Colts for winning in last year. Hmm. Carson Wentz disaster game. Trevor Lawrence's first game looking good, (gasps) as he wasn't with Urban Meyer. Uh, So another big game for the Jags to end the season. Uh, so okay, Saturday's fun. I mean, I I can't promise you Kansas City, Las Vegas will be fun, but Stidham prove me wrong, uh, and we'll tune in for the night game. Sunday, bloody Sunday, Tampa Bay, Atlanta. No, Tampa Bay clinched. They'll be in. We'll see Tom terrific in them. I think they're lined up to get the Cowboys, which will be.
1: Yeah, I think it's. I think something weird has to happen for it to not be. But I think the
0: Eagles have to lose and the Cowboys have to win, and the Eagles are playing your G-men while they're the not going to play. Giants are locked anyone. into six seed. Yeah. So. so and it's in Philly and like yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, and there's some if you want to if you want to be sick and just watch Brady we'll get in with a sub 500 team. for mm. the, the Falcons, but they're in.
0: At Atlanta, not watching that. Man, if Tom, if it's Tom versus the Cowboys, I don't know the NFL rules, but they'd make that the Monday night game.
1: Yeah, I was talking with, uh, with our Justin Panic a little bit about it because we're trying, we're trying to figure out when the Giants yeah. are going to play because they're in the playoffs. I mean, but.
0: Brady versus the Cowboys, that's a primetime game. Yeah. And you have to think Sunday or Monday, right? Because that's like the best real estate. That's when shows are on. We'll know soon. Uh, New England Buffalo. Uh, again, I, I think we'll see what happens with if the Chiefs somehow get knocked off, then that Buffalo game uh, could become mighty important for them. New England. They win in. They yeah. win in. Phrase that weird. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see if that game matters to Buffalo at all. And even <laughs> whatever Buffalo's B squad look like, looks like at home. And by the way, it's after the DeMar Hamlin situation. So that place is going to be emotional. That's going to be a weird scene.
1: Weird vibe if Chiefs don't just win. Game and- might
0: not matter for the Bills, yet it's the day after they saw like one of their like, teammates go down like that and New England needs to win to get in. Okay, I'm, in a way you have to check out what any of that looks like and feels like because that's as weird of a scenario as you'll get on an NFL field. Uh Minnesota, Chicago, no. Uh Fields isn't playing. Uh no. No. I think he had I think he was in line for some quarterback rushing record too, but uh he's out, so no. Baltimore and Cincinnati. Uh Baltimore's clinched, I, I believe. I think so. And Cincinnati's in. Or is this messed up too? Because Baltimore is ten and six, but they would get to eleven and six, but Cincinnati would be at eleven and five. So I think Cincinnati has the division. Did
1: they, did they technically clinch the division?
0: <laughs> Oof. Cincinnati clinched the division. My God! Wow. I mean, everything's from two days ago. I guess people still don't know yet because yeah, they, they don't know if the NFL is going to do something, but they can't.
1: Like, like fantasy football websites had to put out statements saying like, uh, your commissioner will have the option to make a resumption count if it happens. But My
0: God. Hey, here's what we stumbled into. <laughs> I mean, get ready for NFL football this weekend. Cause there are already two of the weirdest scenarios we've stumbled into with playoff lives on the line. Um, I'll tell you what, you don't have to watch Houston at Indy. I can promise you that. Yeah. I can promise you that.
1: That's not necessary.
0: Jets at the Dolphins. Jets are eliminated. Dolphins are not, but they need some help. Um, I think they need the Patriots to lose. Um, I don't know. But they're they're going back up quarterbacks unless Tua gets cleared. Man. Just as weird of a slate as you see. Carolina, New Orleans, no. Uh Cleveland, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has the most outside shot of making the playoffs. I think they need to win. I think Miami and New England need to lose. So uh we'll see if something happens there. Pittsburgh's been playing a lot better. Can he pick it? T J Watts out of his dome.
1: Who coming into the year had them in the playoff picture or potentially above five hundred or and the anybody.
0: bigger thing if Tomlins Tomlin's like biggest thing that announcers love saying, he's never had an under five hundred season, yeah. eight and eight. So this will be a big game for Pittsburgh. They'll probably win. I just don't know. Can the Jets help them out in Miami? Will Buffalo help them out in New England? That's all at 1, so we'll see if there's any updates there. 4 p.m., Giants, Eagles, no. Uh, we'll see if, if kooky NFL day is underway. Maybe you check that out, but like you said, Giants are locked into the 6. Uh, Eagles, I think they do need to win to secure the 1 technically. If they, yeah, If they win... They win, they just have so, it. They're so they're at home against the Giants. They're going to play their
1: starters against the backups okay. and, get a, and earn a
0: bye week. Everyone's going to figure that out.
1: Giants are having their bye week here. Yeah. Eagles are
0: getting well, I like season. that. Uh, Chargers, Broncos, no. Cardinals, Niners, no. Kyler Murray, they just announced he's going to be out for the start of next year.
1: Like just – I mean – a c l like the very end of the year right so.
0: yeah and i don't I think they didn't know if it was torn, so they waited a little bit they, that,
1: you like just had the surgery so
0: that franchise I don't they, know
1: they like need somebody you getting Baker
0: Seattle Seahawks versus the Rams no uh Seahawks are winning in n f c
1: yeah they currently have seven seed
0: they're winning in and they're, I mean, Bengals and the Rams who don't have their draft. Uh, do they have their draft pick or do they trade it? Um, I think they Rams traded it. So the Rams are going to try in this game. Baker's going to try. McVay's going to try. Uh, the Seahawks. Uh, again, they haven't been the team we. Excuse me. They need to win. But if the Packers win, they are in.
1: Yeah, Packers, it's winning in. They play the Lions.
0: Packers Lions. Are, Packers-Lions Packers. is a pseudo-playoff game. The Lions get potentially screwed if they beat the Packers. The ultimate big brother, little brother game. Like the ultimate big brother, little brother game. The Packers are one of the most storied franchises in the sport. The Lions are one of the biggest jokes in all of pro sports. They're both 8-8. Eight and eight. <laughs> I mean, hey, if you're the Lions and you're looking to break the voodoo of what has been the Packers versus your culture, here's the game to do it. Horrifying. If I'm a Lions fan, <laughs> you're horrified <laughs> going into this game. The Packers are playing their best brand of football this season. Uh,
1: oh, and they might, if because if, that's after the, the other game that matters to them. That might, they might know, they got, they might be eliminated by them. Who? Lions, right? Because if they need, if the Seahawks just win the earlier game.
0: Oh, because that's the night game, right?
1: Yeah, Lions-Packers is Sunday night.
0: So, oh, that sucks.
1: Flip the Well,
0: it doesn't because if Seattle wins, Green Bay knows they need to win to get in. If you're the Lions, it's your last game, no matter
1: what. Yeah, you can and you can still spoil it. So them.
0: that might even, I shouldn't say this was better for Lions fans, but if they just went out and stomped Green Bay for the shit of it, <laughs> that'd be pretty cool for them. I know it means nothing, and you'd love to go to the postseason. Dallas plays Washington again. Uh, if the Eagles somehow lose and, and Dallas wins, that's where things get fun there.
1: For the for the Lions, there's some sicko draft stuff, because they have the Rams pick, but obviously you want to get into the playoffs and they need the Rams to win. Mm. Just just good sicko stuff. But Detroit's in a pretzel this weekend.
0: Yeah, they're in a they're in a bit of a twilight zone, huh? Um, I'll tell you what. Going back to Dan Campbell, the guy running that team, they will be ready to play. They'll be ready to win. I'm sure that's what he's been saying all week. Is that I don't really Give a damn what happens. Either way, we better go out and beat the Green Bay Packers. Um, so I don't know. I, I think we will have a – there will be a lot of Lions fans, maybe the most Lions fans you've ever seen on Sunday night, 820. Uh, so the 4 p.m., do you need to watch something? I guess you tune in to Seattle and the Rams if it's a game, but otherwise
1: be it. You're it, attentive to what's
0: happening. How about this? You skip the first half. And if you see it halftime, it's a ball game. You tune in, and then you get ready for Detroit Green Bay at night. Saturday, Jacksonville, Tennessee at night. And if you want the kicker, sure. Um, I'll, I'll tell you what. I know, and I'll be honest with you guys, I'm not as good with the football stuff. This is my first year kind of going into it. Um, there's enough weird juju on the table with sports that Sunday is going to be a wild day. I don't know what it is yet. I don't know if it's the scene in Buffalo for the Hamlin game. Um, I I don't know if it's one of the top teams getting upset. I don't know if it's everything goes Pittsburgh way and they end up with a chance to get in the playoffs. But something something crazy and something only sports can really provide, like honest drama, I think is going to happen this Sunday. So uh, buckle up. I think next week uh, we might grab... A Panic, or or Bobby, or Chris Rose, or maybe someone else. Maybe something cool I don't even know about. Uh, So thank you, guys. uh, And we'll see you Monday, right?
1: See you Monday. I won't be here. Love.
0: Oh, yeah. BBD's out. Have fun.